If you get a flat tire, run out of gas, or have an overheated engine, call 511 powered by Sandag. The Freeway Service Patrol provides free help on select highways in the San Diego region. Just call 511 and say roadside assistance or visit 511SD.com slash aid. separate show at this point for afternoon gratitude. <laughs> Man, this guy, what's his name? Roichi, is that his name? What's up, my Spanish queen? This guy just needs to go write his own music. He's got enough good enough voice that he can strum on a guitar good enough. Hi, Veronica. What's up, Dr. Garcia? I uh, I don't know where our guest is, but, you know, that happens. We just talked, and, you know, whatever. Um, all day gratitude. That's right. It doesn't even matter what time it is. I did uh, Lauren. Oh, <laughs> really quick. <laughs> really quick. Um, uh, hello. <laughs> this is Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. I am your host, Joshua T. Berglund, a.k.a. the world's mayor, and we will get into that more later. Um, That is a tree of life on my jacket. Yes, it is. It is absolutely, there is so much symbolism for this, Veronica. Um, And if radio audience, you can check us out at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude. Um, I do have a tree of life on my jacket. Um, Yesterday, I had an angel pen, and there's a lot of symbolism that goes along with all of this, but... My company, Live Mono Worldwide, the logo is actually a tree of life and a yin-yang. Um, so this was a gift from Karen because she actually thought I'd graduated uh, the program I'm in. I haven't, but the timing was perfect. Um, so I, I'm wearing this because I, I love everything it means. I love everything it symbolizes. Um, golly, and, it, and for me right now, like I learning how to be rooted and to be grounded. And I don't know if you guys know what that means. Of course, I know some of you do, but you know, I've always been known. Let me reset real quick. iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, Google play, (laughs) iHeartRadio, anchor. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for all the downloads. Um, We are growing fast and it's because of you. So thank you. Um, but of course, we always talk to the 
uh, Facebook audience every day and the YouTube audience. So uh, Facebook, good morning. Good to see you guys. Michelle, Veronica, Lisa, Dr. Garcia, always great to see you guys. But for me, um, I've been learning that my true power is in vulnerability. And uh, also when, you know, I'm a pretty, I think you guys know, like everyone on here now, you know, you guys have known me for a while. So you know that I'm a pretty charismatic, outgoing guy. And a lot of times I can get caught up in the energy of a moment. And so it's like I'm flying out of my body and it leaves me susceptible to depression, getting down. Um, it leaves me to the, that. The, it leaves me at the mercy of my emotions. And because I'm a reactor, you know, I'm real quick witted. I'm very observant. So like I'm always watching and kind of like a giraffe. And I, I've really been learning how to stay rooted because that's where my strength is, right? So you think about a tree, the stronger its roots, um, the stronger its branches, the stronger and the more beautiful its leaves, the stronger it just is. And, and it doesn't really have to do anything except just root. And for me, um, for me, that has been very, very eye-opening. And if you've noticed the last three days, I'm way more calm than usual. <laughs> so I, I have not lost my charisma one bit. Um, I just don't have to be a freaking spaz all the time. And, you know, in, in a couple instances where I kind of had these moments of where I just was just so freaking like out of my head, um, you know, it, it, it with just reacting and not thinking and not being centered to make the right decision. And, and it really exposed some things in my life that I wanted to work on that I hadn't really realized. And it's funny, like with doing work on yourself and trying to grow how you, how we, how we, when we, when we are people that are doing the work, um, you know, for everything that we heal and everything that we, you know, get rid of, we're always learning and discovering new things that we get to work on. And that to me is kind of exciting. I mean, I, I, I look at it, that is a tremendous blessing. And, um, and one of the things that I discovered and have really, really hit home for me is one, um, because I feel called and I felt called my whole life to be a leader and to be a very powerful leader. And I have a very big vision for my life that God has placed on my life since I was seven years old. And I ran from it for most of my life, but now here I am and I'm pursuing it relentlessly. And as the more I discover and the more I learn how to protect myself and to learn without, without anger, without rage, um, without giving up, um, you know, valuable pieces of myself, I'm allow, I'm allowing myself to stay centered and focused and rooted so that I can be the leader I need to be at the right moment. And I've also discovered, um, yeah, doc, yeah, Dr. Garcia says we have been working on ourselves, talking about Veronica and him. We have been working on ourselves for the last seven years. It has been such a blessing. Oh, and by the way, I'm so excited for Lonnie to get to meet uh, you guys and my daughter, too. Uh, I mean, you and, and your daughter. <laughs> um, but as I've learned this, I am learning where to pick my spots as a leader. Because sometimes, you know, being a leader is leading from behind. 
Um, sometimes being a leader is, you know, lifting up other people, just kind of whispering in the back of the person that's leading the group and, and breathing life into them and encouragement and just, you know, solidifying to them that you have their back and you're going to help them fight this battle or, or, you know, whatever the, the task is, you're there to support them and you have their back and you have their support and, or you, you are there to support them. And then there's other times when it's time to take the lead and take charge and to be the one out front. And I'm learning that and how vulnerability ties into that. I'm not a hundred percent sure yet. Like I'm still learning. I'm not, I'm not an expert on the field of vulnerability. And I'm actually going to be making a video later uh, for Lauren Harris, who I've had the privilege of being on his show today. Um, and by the way, bathroom, bathroom moments. If you guys don't watch that on Facebook and radio audience, you may not know what I'm talking about. But Lauren Harris has been a guest on my show multiple times. Um, he's the first person that ever that came up to me to acknowledge the fact that he saw my gift as a vision and I'd never shared it with anyone. And he saw that in me and it, it really helped me realize I wasn't crazy. And it really helped me get the courage to pursue my vision and pursue um, what I felt called to do. And um, so I'm, I'm, I'm an MC at his event, The Power of We, and uh, making a, and my superpower is vulnerability. And each speaker, like Dom, uh, Jason Cisneros, um, there's just some, Lauren, uh, the, everyone there, uh, Marshall, Gillian, um, everyone there has a superpower. And it's, and it's legitimately true. Like they're, what they are doing, um, the, what they're going to be speaking on is their superpower. And it's really cool because you think you have all of these people that have the same superpower and they don't. Um, we all come across like the same people, but we're all completely different. And uh, so I'm doing mine on vulnerability. And so I'm really, really learning. Um, I sent something. I don't know where this. Uh... Oh, great. Okay. I'm going to read something to you. Because I don't know where our guest is, but screw it. I, I'm, I'm not in the mood to um, chase people today. Okay. You know how important it is to break out of your comfort zone and yes, more often and allow yourself to be vulnerable. But what if that vulnerability makes you so anxious you find it hard to function? The key to learning to embrace vulnerability without allowing it to take over. When I first started writing about my own personal finances at Get Rich Slowly, by the way, this is not me. This, these are not my words, just to clarify. I'd literally start shaking the morning a new post went up. My personal thoughts, feelings, and fears were out there for any stranger on the Internet to see. And the Internet is a scary place. I opened myself up to criticism, judgment, and mockery. On those days, I found it hard to focus on work because I kept wondering what people would think. I poured over every comment, analyzed it, and took it way too personally, good or bad. Vulnerability confused me. Even though, and it confuses me too, <laughs> even though blogging made my stomach churn, I kept doing it because I liked writing. It helped me vent and it led to new opportunities. When you understand why vulnerability is so important in the first place, you'll be more motivated to embrace it. Think about your deepest relationship, whether it's your spouse, a good friend, your parents or a sibling. Chances are you've shared some vulnerable moments with this person. For the first time in almost 10 years, I recently got into a fight with a friend. It wasn't pretty, but it strengthened our friendship. I learned more about how she functions. She learned what made me tick, and that empathy made us closer and more comfortable with each other. 
We went from okay friends to really good ride or die buddies for life. Granted, you don't need conflict to get closer, but it forces you to open up how you feel and be honest, which can be vulnerable. Either way, vulnerability just isn't part of a meaningful relationship. It's crucial to one. Vulnerability also challenges your, your confirmation bias. It can be uncomfortable to ask questions, express your opinion, or talk about emotions with people. You expose yourself to their criticism and judgment, but you also expose yourself to answers and opposing views, which is a lot more fulfilling than stagnating in the comfort of what you already know. A little stress and anxiety are normal part of leaving your comfort zone. Breaking out of your comfort zone makes you feel vulnerable, but that makes that feeling works in your favor. It improves your performance. Psychologist Robert Yerkes and John D. Goodson explain that a state of comfort equals steady performance. But if you want to improve performance, you need some amount of stress and anxiety. <laughs> so you feel anxious, exposed, and vulnerable. You're growing. Interesting. On the other hand, um, Yerkes and Dotson explain too much anxiety will make you too stressed to be productive. If vulnerability sends your stress into overdrive, your goal is to find your optimal anxiety. Last year, I made some lofty, uncomfortable resolutions that tested my own comfort with being vulnerable. Ask for more money, be more honest with people, face imposter syndrome, and break out of my routine. It was overwhelming. It was an overwhelming list to accomplish at once, but I broke up with these resolutions into smaller digestible goals. Anyway, so I, I can just keep reading this and I don't want to bore you to tears. Um, hold on. So Dan says, well, oh, what's up, Dan? Um, Oh, Aaron, you need to watch uh, Bathroom Moments today. It was pretty good. Okay, so Dan says, maybe if I see anything, but vulnerability as manipulation, managing or martyrdom, I will continue to be more and more open and honest. Wow. Dan, you're a deep dude. I got to tell you. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm like, I'm seriously like on this process of like learning what vulnerable means. I mean, because it's, it's, it's. Like I find that for me, like when I was to, to come out and talk about a lot of the things that I talk about on the show, um, you know, I, like it took, yeah, it took courage. Um, but I also felt like I felt led to, I felt strength in that. And I don't know. So like, it's hard for me to relay that to being vulnerable but I did, I have exposed and I do every day expose myself to the opportunity of being ridiculed and criticized. I expose myself to having people turn their back on me. When I came out, um, that's been, gosh, it's been two months, I think. Two months ago when I came out and talked about being an abuser and having HIV, it, you know, I, I lost a lot of my audience. And that's okay. I it's it, it's okay. You know, I there's a lot of uncomfortable truths in this world that you know that we a lot of us are afraid to face, but it doesn't mean that they're not there. Uh, Chong Ken was on my show yesterday, and you know we it was crazy. Like so, a few things happen on this show. It's really interesting to me. You talk about Jesus, people fall like just immediately. You can watch the viewers. You watch the viewers go away. You talk about Jesus. And then, of course, when you talk about things that make people uncomfortable, like 
being sex, like human trafficked, uh, like Chong. And then she talked about being a madam and she talked about drug use. And she talked about when like we, the subject matter, literally we went from, I think there was a, there was a bunch of people on here watching and the minute she got into her story, it was like one by one dropped off. And it wasn't because she wasn't interesting. It was because it made people uncomfortable. But what does that say about you? That reality makes you uncomfortable. Where is that showing up for you in your life? And I have a confession to make. It wasn't really easy for me to hear, for the record. I, I, I wasn't enjoying it. I felt extremely uncomfortable. But I know it's a reality. Like, I know that that happens. I know that there's politicians involved. I know there's cops involved. In fact, one of my friends, um, John Principal, is getting ready to do a documentary on sex trafficking. And, you know, he's got a different version than what Chong does. But yet he's from the former police officer side and what they know. And then Chong's on the side of she was in in it. (laughs) She was in an abandoned warehouse with girls from all over the world. Children. Children. See, so people are dropping off. Told you. Talking about, G- talking about Jesus and uncomfortable things that people drop off. Anyway, that's fine. The truth, the truth is going to reveal itself. Like that we live in a world now where every there's no secrets. Like there's no secrets. And if you think you have a secret, it's gonna come out. It, it just is. I for the longest time, I would shoot myself in the foot and alienate my own success because I was afraid to talk about the truth. You know, I was scared of it. I was scared because once you share the truth, once you once you stand in that, then you're exposed, right? But if you're using it on behalf of of of, of bringing others, not joy, it's not joyful to talk about those things, but. If you're if you're standing for people and you're saying, look, this is the only way you will experience joy in your life is if you live the truth. You can turn your life around and you can use your past pain to bless other people's lives. And it's and it's not like because sharing your story sometimes is enough because that will empower others to do the same. It. And if you show people that there's a way out and a way away from your pain, if you show people that, then you have an opportunity to heal. But at all at the same time, what it does is it, it, hold, it you set the foundation for you to be held accountable. Like me talking about, um, yeah, I agree, Dan. Dan says it is a big issue and it's a lot. But children, I must we must stand up and try to help. You're right. You're right. Because sex trafficking is a global problem. Human trafficking. It's not just it's not just for sex. It's human trafficking as a whole as a whole. But like it, it, it when you when you make that stand and you stand in your truth and you reveal your truth to people, that is a that's setting you up to hold yourself accountable and for others to do the same. Because if I talk about, you know, my past uh, issues with cocaine or other drugs, and yet you see me at a club and I'm doing blow, guess what? What does that make me? I mean, did I have a lapse in judgment? Did I 
You know, am I being a hypocrite? What? No. For me, sharing my past and talking about it every day in the way that I do is to hold me accountable before all of you. I want to be exposed. I want to stand in truth because I want to stay on the right path. I want to stay on the path of what will get me to God's vision for my life, which is the vision that brings me joy. I, I, I can promise you that, and it's not just me, but I've witnessed a lot of people share their pain over the last three and a half months. Pain, honestly, that makes mine look like nothing happened. Nothing happened. Like it, it, it makes mine look minuscule. And, and I'm watching this and, and, and how it's being used to bless other people's life is inspiring. And so you get to do that. You, the, your past circumstances can fuel your purpose. I don't think that anything happens to us by accident. You're like, where's God? Where's God? Where's God? But where God is, is when you are there to shift what happened in your life from being the victim to being a blessing for others. Because, it, because your past pain can actually help break cycles in your life and your family and in, in, in the normal day-to-day, you know, not, hold on, let me back up. It, it, you, you, the, the pain that you experienced when you were younger and even what you're currently going through <coughs> can one, stop a cycle and allow you to take those experiences to share and to bless other people's life, but then passing it down to your own kids and teaching them one of the most exciting things in the world for me is that my daughter is going to have the opportunity to go through the same process I'm in now and allow her to heal. She's exactly where I was at at 18 that things just went south for me. This is like a pivotal, pivotal moment in her life. And, and the good news is that she's going to have an opportunity to heal before things get real ugly, before she ends up having a story like mine. And, but then she also gets to use that to heal faster and then use that to be a blessing to other people, you know, to be to other kids and also share her story to have an impact on adults. Because see, for me, like I want to have an impact on the youth because I do believe the youth are what is going to save this planet. I think millennials are on the right track to saving us all personally. (laughs) They've got the, I think they've got it going. Um, and on, on our behalf. And I think that's an amazing thing, but it's also important to, for me to speak to fathers and grandfathers and mothers and grandmothers and, and even people my age, because it's never too late to turn your life around until you're dead. When you're dead, you know, and you haven't made amends, then you leave a lot of people hurt. I know one of my friends that just lost her father two days ago. There was a lot of unsaid words. You guys all know her. She's on the, comes on the show all the time. I think she may be at the funeral now. Um, the fact is that she, there's a lot of unsaid things that she has for her father. She wrote him a letter. I saw it today. And that may be healing. But I promise you, it's not as good as being able to go look at that person and say, I forgive you or will you forgive me? It's so much easier to do that now then wait. Why, why are you waiting to make amends? Why are you waiting to heal broken relationships? 
There's no need for it. Like you don't have to wait. You can fix it now. So anyway, I kind of got off subject a little bit, but it is so important, I think, to um, just to really, really dig in and, 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 and decide and make that decision to speak your truth. And, and that will take some vulnerability because it's not easy to do. But I can promise you the part of it that's so difficult is the part of your brain telling you it's scary <laughs> because after you do it, the amount of love that you will feel outweighs every bit of fear that you have. And it's a true, genuine love. And that really starts with yourself. Because part of living your truth is being honest with yourself and speaking it and in the healing that it can bring you. I can't really describe other than to tell you that it's, it's, it's a miracle. It's an out of body experience. Um, but it also allows you to be comfortable being here. And that for me has been a big thing because I'm always up here in my head. Like there's so much noise up here all the time. There's so much noise. And to get out of there just to be from, be here is way more powerful than anything I've ever experienced. And I now know that I don't have to be the loudest person in the room. It's amazing. So anyway, um, our guest didn't show up. I have another show here in 35 minutes on the, uh, I'm doing a live model worldwide podcast and we're going to talk about vision, which is something I love. And I'm talking to another visionary, which is going to be fantastic. Um, I'm really excited too. I found out today that, um, Ed Milet is going to be on the show and I don't know if you guys know him, but you guys should check him out. That dude's a badass. <laughs> Uh, Dan says, it's like we need a huge rooms for children and teens to be heard and listened to with compassion and healing. Yeah. We've, we screw, like, our parents screwed us up. Like, to what level is a whole other conversation because it's different for everybody. But we, we parent the way we, we learn from our parents, right? Unless if we broke the cycle. And, that's what I've done in my life. My mom, for the record, is a freaking saint. Like the only, I think the only reason I'm even here, right? Well, I know for a fact it's it's her. Um, God sparing my life had a lot to do with it. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. What's up, Jason Felix, my man? Good to see you, buddy. Um, but you know, my relationship with my father was, you know, was there was a lot to be desired there, you know. And, um, but I'm, I broke that cycle and, and I get to be the father that my daughter always wanted. And that's inspiring. And now Lonnie is going to have the opportunity to heal so that when she has a family, I love you too, man. So when she has a family and when she gets in a relationship, she's going to have healthy boundaries for herself. And she's going to love herself and she's going to save herself a lot of misery so that when she has children, she's going to be prepared to be the mother that really God would want her to be. And that's beautiful, I think. But we all get to do that. We all get to break that cycle. We all get to 
to heal from our past, but we, it starts with the decision of I'm going to live in truth and I'm going to speak and, and share my story. And all of us, all of us have something to hear. It doesn't matter what level of bad it is because frankly, and this is true, like my story is horrific, but guess what? Not everybody wants to hear it. <laughs> Not everybody's my audience. I can relate to a lot of people because of my story, but it doesn't mean that I have an audience of everyone. So like if you're sitting there thinking, this is another thing too. This is a business tip. If you're out like going, man, I'm not smart enough to go talk about what I do. And like, I don't, I'm not like, I'm not at that level of Tony Robbins or such and such or such and such and such and such. Guess what? Tony Robbins is over a lot of people's head. A lot of people don't like Tony Robbins. A lot of people don't even get what the hell he's saying. So you have a message that someone needs to hear. Like your level of expertise, your level of pain that you experience, no matter if it's here or there, you have an audience. You have someone that needs to hear it. That's the truth. And you can be a blessing to others' lives. And you don't have to have everything figured out. If you watch my earlier videos, like, I seriously, go to YouTube and, like, just Google me. Um, watch my early videos of, like, me walking around just with a phone. Me at the beach. Me doing stuff like that. Me in tears bawling. Like, going, I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know how I'm going to pay rent. I don't know anything. Me talking about losing deals. Like in the last minute, because of how I share my faith, because of the stories that I share. Like I didn't have everything figured out. I still don't. I'm further than I was then. But the fact is that message was meant for someone at that time. Audiences grow with you. Sometimes they grow with you. Sometimes they grow away from you. And that's okay. The point is, you all have a message that someone needs to hear. Jason, you have a message that someone needs to hear. Dan, you have a message that someone needs to hear. Michelle, you have a message that someone needs to hear. And you're sharing it. But that's 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 so true. And there's so much healing in that. You don't have to have everything figured out. You just don't. So anyway, I'm sorry that there's no guest. Um and, and, and so this happens, like these kind of talks happen when you don't plan. You just kind of go all over the place. But, you know, I mean everything I said. <laughs> I don't know why our guest didn't show up. Um, but I got to tell you, people should show up. Like have some accountability and show up. That's important. Anyway, um, all right, guys. So I'm going to the Live Mono Worldwide page now. Radio audience, she'll be joining us too. And um, we're going to have some fun. You guys saw her before. Sarah Michelle's been on the show before. She was a terrific guest. And um, she's back. But we're going to talk business this time. And uh, hi, Jeanette. Good to see you. And um, that's it. So we're done. That was the show. I don't know. Did you guys get anything out of that? Did that even make sense? Can I have like some ones or yeses or Josh or a genius or <laughs> maybe not a genius. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. Thanks for listening.
Ciao. If you get a flat tire, run out of gas, or have an overheated engine, call 511 powered by Sandag. The Freeway Service Patrol provides free help on select highways in the San Diego region. Just call 511 and say roadside assistance or visit 511sd.com slash aid.